hop right back into it. Uh, so, interesting take on the NBA this week. The Wizards are number one in the East. That's pretty interesting. Yes, what's going on? Is Kuzma the MVP? <laughs> Kuzma is basically having... <laughs> it's early. Don't get me wrong. It's early. But Kuzma having right. I told you so moment right now. Because he did have an epic game right. against the Cavaliers. And also they having like a good a good run right now in the East. The East seems very more interesting than the West, I could say right now. Um, we All the Lakers... Okay, the Lakers scrubs are doing good now. You got Caruso, <laughs> Therese, and uh, C- right. KCP. They're out there shining. And the Lakers are wishing... Or thinking like David did a good job on these trades for Westbrook, but right, right now the Wizards are doing good with the captain of Bradley Bill. Yeah, I think so. One of the things that surprised with Kuzma, not not surprising, but I think one of the things that helps in his development that is that he's he's been playing his natural position, okay. which is a three, mm-hmm. which did not was wasn't possible in the Lakers because LeBron was everywhere in the team for all of his. Yeah, for all of his, like, majority of his time with the Lakers, except that first year mm-hmm. that he was. Um, and I think, like, him trying to... Because, like, with his him getting, like, more independence in his role and, like, they have, like, a good squad, which is, like, not a super... Like, they don't really have, like, a superstar. Mm-hmm. They have Bradley Beal, but I don't think it's the same level as someone like LeBron and AD. And so the lights are... A little less bright I as agree. compared to LA mm-hmm. as well, and the pressure is less. He has been playing in his natural position. He has been starting for them, which is great. Mm-hmm. So I think all these factors are helping him thrive. Yeah, I think that in co- Washington, I think the coaches are doing good. They have trust in him. I know Brady Bill didn't play the last game dealing with family issues, mm-hmm. uh, but Coos was stepping up big time. He. I think he's almost averaging a double double. You correct me if I'm wrong. Almost like a double double. Right, right. right. Uh, he's mm-hmm. like everywhere on the court. Uh, I'm actually happy for him. Like you said, he's in his natural state of playing the three. Uh, I like right. that the fact that he's not distracted of like, oh, this is LeBron's team, this is AD. So mm-hmm. they had to go through them. So he's like being on the Wizard. Everyone is equal. I could say everyone's equal. Everyone knows their role. Right. No one's not trying to be mm-hmm. the man, man, the the big man on campus, I just say, in the locker room. So right, everything right, feels right. natural and cool. That's why Trez is out there mm-hmm. balling, too. Yeah. And I I think, like, Kuzma turned into a rebound machine last year with the Lakers, like the previous year, and he has kept up with it, which is insane for me. I think he can, like, he he his he has to find that niche and i think that rebounding has been a skill that has been going down in the nba with like a lot of perimeter scoring that mm-hmm. has been going on so the rebounding with like the rebounding is mostly on the big guys now but like with ex- with the exception of westbrook who is a great rebounder from like being a guard but mm-hmm. besides him i think like with i think kuzma he, he can like make himself stand out with the way he rebounds the ball now along with his scoring as well so I think it's a good asset for him in his, uh, you know, in his repertoire. Yeah. Like you said, he, I, I, one thing I love about Kuzma, he's always consistent about how he is as a player. He always knows that he's good. He really right. believes in himself. He doesn't really care what other people think. And it shows. I think LA is just, it's mm-hmm. such a bright light 
and you so much mm-hmm. under pressure. Yeah. Even though he won, people said that LeBron gave you that ring. You didn't do much. You didn't yeah. do nothing. So now right. he's like he's proving his point. Like, no, the Lakers needed me for that run. It's not just LeBron. It's not just AD. Casey, right. I mean uh, Kuzma did something. KCP did something. Trez, you was there in right. spirit because you was with the Clippers, <laughs> but you did something. So yeah. I think that's pretty yeah. cool and interesting. <laughs> so and um, leading to that, we can talk about the next Laker ex, Kuzma. Not Kuzma, Caruso, your boy. The ball-headed eagle. Oh, my boy? <laughs> yeah. Up in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, we, we had talked about him being playing really well and, like, possibly being the sixth man of the year so far. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, Rob Palenka really screwed up this whole transaction of trading him. So I listened to the JJ Reddick podcast, and mm-hmm. he was the guest on that show. And looks like Caruso offered the Lakers to match that yeah. offer first mm-hmm. that he got from the Bulls. And then he even asked them to get a more prominent role for lesser money. Mm-hmm. A little less money, which Lakers rejected. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess my my guess is that they were trying to get as much cap space possible for Westbrook. Because Westbrook's uh, payroll is around 42 something million because mm-hmm. he was on a... Supermax yeah. with OKC when he got traded. So he's around 40 something million and then they also paying they're also paying uh THT a lot more mm-hmm. th- th- compared to last year. I don't know about I'm not sold on Westbrook and I've said that earlier as well. He does not deserve 42 million. That's just crazy. I don't think he gets that money anywhere else in the NBA besides OKC at this point. Okay. So that's an overpay already. 42 like that's like more than lebron you know mm-hmm. more than steph more than lebron he doesn't you know we all know that that's not you know but i will say with kuz i uh, know kuzma Crusoe, my think with him and maybe this how the lakers thinking about him palenko is that when it comes to playoffs he's not really showing up he's not really productive like we get the regular season the regular season is important because mm-hmm. you want the good standings but the playoff right, is right. where it really counts and Let's be real. He really didn't show up. He was battling with injuries, but he's not really that consistent mm-hmm. player on the floor during the playoff run. So I could see compl- um, the the Lakers management like, you know what? Like I know you're great, but we need you in the big time when the big time crunch and you don't really show up. So we could give you this. I feel like the Lakers did lowball him like very low to the point he was like, man, right. forget it. Because he even said, I would take this mile. It's not that the much I want. The amount I want, but I would right. take this amount. And they was like, nah, this is it. Right. So I get it. But all in all, I it's early. Well, we like, what, 12 games into the season? It's still early. Right. I know, like, everything looks good. But when the, when, it, the, when the grit and grind really shows, maybe the Lakers be like, I told you. But right now, <laughs> Caruso's getting the last laugh. And, it's, it, you know, it's working. He gets his first start t- today. I know he gets his first start today yeah. with the Bulls. So... I know, I'm happy for him, but... I mean, he... D- yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. D- if you remember, he did start the final game against Miami Heat in the championship era. That's true. Remember, like, he was the starter of the, at that game. So, it's not... I think they definitely lowballed him. It's not that he cannot... He can be a good start. Like, Lakers have one spot, which is, like, up for grabs even right now. Mm-hmm. The number two spot. Yes. Right? So, it's not that, like, there was a guaranteed starter for the lakers in this team um so and 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 beyond that how do you 
like yes caruso was not great last year but he has only played two playoffs he was decent in the 2020 championship run in mm-hmm. the bubble and then last year he wasn't that good he was also nursing injuries but then compared to westbrook westbrook has played so many playoffs and he has not been playing well in any of them true so i don't know how we can like you know you truly justify caruso being not that good and westbrook because like it's not that westbrook has been a great performer in the playoffs like he has a history of choking as well <laughs> even that word but i would say <laughs> this you you have you make valid points but also you got to think about the selling point Westbrook means in the money. Caruso, like, he's... That's true. He's like right. that guy in the classroom. Everyone knows him, but, you know, we know that right. we don't mess with him because everybody's cool with him. But Westbrook is that right. jock. You want to be like him. You want to be... You want to rub yeah. shoulders with him. You know he's going to bring the entertainment. He's going to bring the spark. So I could see where that teeter-tatter with the Lakers, like, okay, yes, right. Caruso, we we love you, but you don't, you're not going to bring in the big money. You're not going to bring the big names. Right. But Westbrook... You're an L.A. native, UCLA, coming right, home. Right. That would bring so much attention and money. So I can see mm-hmm. that point. But going back to like what really counts, Caruso's winning right now. Yeah. And I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I think like the jersey sales is a big deal, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, it's like we forget at the end of the it's day, a it's a business. Yes, it's a business. It's a business. It's like Jeannie Buss would be happy if they win the championship but she is even more happy if they bring her more money True. right like if she's earning the same amount of money as she would win as she would if the lakers would have won it's the same for her mm-hmm. like she's 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 earning the same amount of money right and no matter how the lakers performances westbrook will sell more tickets westbrook will sell more jerseys westbrook, mm-hmm. westbrook will sell more shoes like you know like lakers related theme stuff like holiday stuff all that kind of stuff like kids love westbrook Mm -hmm. i don't know what's up with that but like (laughs) kids somehow love steph and westbrook both of them and um yeah i think like it's a purely a business decision and plus like you know lebron lebron's friendship is another factor with westbrook always so i'll say what the lakers did um one thing, it, it helps, it hurts them at the same time, the the loyalty with the big-name players. Like, right now, the Lakers and Jenny right. Buzz are loyal to LeBron James. They're going to do whatever it is to make him happy. Yeah. At a default, it yeah. also hurts the team because you got to think about long the longevity of the team, how they're going to sustain this winning streak when he does, right. you know, step down. You know, you can't beat for the time at the end of the day. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, right now, he's winning, but like I said, it's a long season. We only, like, what, 12 games, 12 or 13 games into the season. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, we, I'd say let's bring this back into, like, March and see see what it is. Fair point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely a fair point. But then, you know, I don't know, right? Like, what what do you do after? Like, what if we are still we still suck and then what? <laughs> Like, we can't get Caruso back. We're playing for draft picks so. at this point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It pretty like, much. For is it really picks. worth it to have... Yeah. Like, I th- I feel that we should, like, fully embrace AD and build around him. Mm-hmm. Forget about... you know, Like, LeBron is not... Like, he has not even played half the games yet. Yeah. You know, like, he's... And he's going to be in and out this whole season. Mm-hmm. This is This is it. Like, this is that... Kobe post-2012 injury yep. era, yep. I think, officially for LeBron. Like, you know, you, he's going to be in and out. He's going to play, like, 
some game he's going to be like out of this world insane best player in the world for a game and everyone's going to freak out and mm-hmm. steven is going to like yell at someone <laughs> next day but <laughs> i think like lebron with all due respect like you know lebron is going to be like going downhill which mm-hmm. is like great for like at his age he has already done something which has never been done before right like his his peak has lasted longer than anyone else and he's still going to be a top 5 player in the league mm-hmm. when he plays it's just that his availability is not going to be the same as it was before i think we need to start building around ad like try to get people who would help in ad's development and how like they can ben- like they can make ad play better sure feed ad like rondo earns 2. something million on a veterans minimum he feeds ad way more than westbrook i mean it's like day and night mm-hmm. how much better ad plays well, with don't westbrook forget, as the point guard of the team they had chemistry uh, uh, pelicans yeah so it builds over i i get it i get it but it's like the thing is like westbrook is not really a traditional point guard right like that's the problem mm-hmm. you ad is a great player but he cannot make plays like he's not Karl Malone or Dirk Nowitzki he cannot make shots for himself he needs some he needs someone to feed him and make plays for him true i agree all good and, points all good points i agree yeah so you know like even if you like you don't have to sign a superstar point guard right like sign someone who can help him like sign a wing player and sign a guard guard who can feed him like a traditional point guard who can feed him and a wing player who can help him guard the wing on the defense mm-hmm. like that's an ideal setup for me no. you know like like sign sign like a gary trent junior sort of guy you know that that kind of a wing guy or you know like i don't i don't know you know some someone who's not a superstar but also not like a minimum guy i get you <laughs> it's like hard to get but like i said you like you mentioned it's a business name sell unfortunately right. we all know when yeah when kobe retired we had let's be honest we had scrubs we only had the right. Lon- lonzo ball drama because his dad so that brought in the entertainment right, right. but after that like tickets tickets yeah, was yeah. like 30 dollars nosebleeds come on now yeah when ever been 30 dollars <laughs> like this no so at the end of the day, it's a business. Nick Young was more popular than the team with his whole And charade. that is scary. <laughs> At one point. Scary. And the man yeah. was missing <laughs> shots left and right. And yeah. he, he was the biggest name on the Lakers. But right. I don't know. I feel like we got to move away from the whole star. I think, okay, this, this might sound strange. We need to think like a small market team. Yes. Because right now, if you think about all the smart market teams that actually have decent players to last them, like, longevity-wise, five, right. five to six years. Like, let's put the Thunders. They have all these draft picks. I know people laugh at them, but they have mm-hmm. so much draft picks to the point that they can right. build something within three or four years. The Lakers, they, they're getting yeah. slow and old. No offense. Yeah. But I think like it's I'm sensing a pattern and that's LeBron, right? Like besides the Miami Heat, which was a super team and it was mostly like Pat Riley forming a super team, but mm-hmm. ignore Miami Heat. Like LeBron has always played in a team where he he like surrounds himself with kind of like older guys and veterans, right? And he is mm-hmm. like trying to lead them. He's not been good with player development 
in general? Like, which young player has he developed under his, you know? They all left. They all under his, like... <laughs> they literally all left. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like Kyrie, who was, like, the best young player he played with, mm-hmm. he, he never talks to him anymore, which, I mean, I don't that's, know. That's Kyrie different. is also kind of yeah. different. <laughs> that's different. So, yeah. That's different. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. So, I like, yeah, what you're I saying. Can, yeah. Yeah, I don't think Kyrie was a good example in this case. But, you know, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't really have anyone he has developed. He went, he played with D-Rose that one year. D-Rose was kind of also injured. But still, they didn't gel. You mm-hmm. know, like, I I don't know. I feel that if you're friends with LeBron, like, AD has been friends with him before they joined the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. Then he has good chemistry. I feel that, like, LeBron has a hard time building chemistry with people that he doesn't know that well. Gotcha. I think it's maybe because he's... He always plays with friends. Yeah. I think it's more the fact that they know me. They're not going to, like, try to get under my skin and go over me. They know I'm the man. Right. So everything goes through me. Right. So just imagine you're on a new team. You don't know nobody. It's going to be, you know, clashes with players. Yeah. (laughs) I want the ball. You don't always have the ball. I don't care who you are. I'm trying to earn my spot. So, Uh, interesting take. Very interesting. Uh, Yeah. But we'll see. Like I said, it's a long season. Caruso right now yep. is winning. Kuz yeah, winning. <laughs> definitely. Proving proving the Lakers front office wrong. Yeah. But for sure. We'll see. The Lakers always bounce back. Christmas is coming. They're gonna yeah, give us hopefully. a gift. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> hopefully it happens again, yeah. But uh on another note on the East, uh I was telling this to someone earlier today. I feel like the seventy sixers are doing Ben Simmons dirty. And I say this because it's not helping both sides. You're not helping Ben Simmons to get back on the court. I feel like you're mentally hurting him. Then on the other end, who are you going to get for Ben Simmons when you put his business out there? No team's going to want that drama. No team want to deal with that. No team want to deal with a player who's like in and out mentally. I don't want to play. Come with excuses. I don't want to say excuses, but to them, it looks like excuse. So at the end of the day, I feel like this whole drama is ridiculous. I mean, you go your way. I know you guys going to lose money, but he goes his own way. Mm-hmm. You could get some, so many players with Ben Simmons in return, and you guys could still be so, in, in, uh, right. in a playoff run. Right. Okay, before we move forward, let's take a step back and like remind me and the listeners, like, okay, mm-hmm. so what's going on when we last talked about it? So um, we so Ben Simmons showed up to practice. Let's start from there. Ben Simmons showed up to practice with a cell phone in his jacket. So basically, mentally, he's not there. He get into it with Doc right. Rivers. Doc Rivers like, you know, run his play. He said no. Basically, Doc Rivers said, you don't want to be here? Go home. He said, bet. He left. The team find right. him. The chemistry in the locker room was just gone because AB was over it. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody's over it. But... Mm-hmm. Then the, the fans of the 76ers don't want to see this man. Basically, if I'm a player mm-hmm. and I know no one wants to see me, why would I play? Every time Boston right. Ball, they booing me or saying insults left and right. right I right. don't care how tough you are. It's going to get to you. It's going to definitely get to you. Right. Then I'm thinking the front right. office basically saying that, oh, we're not going to just trade him. We want something from him. For I don't know what team, mm-hmm. but we're not just going to trade him just to trade him. But at the end of the day, when you look at it, Who's gonna deal with that? It's almost like the Kyrie is situation. No one wants to deal with a right. play with drama, and the fact that right. the Sixers are putting this business out there or their business out there, and the fact who wants to deal mm-hmm. with a play like that or deal with a team with all that drama. Mm-hmm. So we talking right. about this week. 
he got fined again because he's mm-hmm. not playing, and he's saying that he's not uh, mentally prepared, and he's saying the team is not doing you know a good job dealing with his mental health. I see. Mm-hmm. So I was reading reports of Boston being interested in Simmons trade. That's true. Who do you think that helps him? So let's let's start with. So we have two things I think going on. One is the mental health aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Let's start with. Let's start with the mental health thing, okay. and then we'll go to the basketball side of things, right? So yes, I think doesn't help anyone and doesn't help the player definitely. First of all, Ben Simmons is Australian, right? Like people need to remember he doesn't his family doesn't live here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like you know, I think as someone whose family lives abroad, you know, I think like you don't have the support in times sometimes that you don't, you know, like in this tough situation which like a lot of people who live who live in the in the US, right? And their family is here, they get which you don't. So I can see him being frustrated with this whole thing, especially when he's like not alone in the US, but you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say, right? Like him being here. Um and yeah, what you said is, you know, I hundred percent agree with it that if the team and fans don't want me, like I'm not gonna play for you. Mm-hmm. Like why am I wasting my time and like it's not that he grew up in Philly and he was a Philly fan and he True. you know, like he has like some some like bond from the beginning with the fan base like he doesn't care like i wouldn't care too so i i get it mm-hmm. i get it man like that's like he knows his worth he knows that he can thrive in a, in an organization that respects him and the fans that respect him and and second of all it's not that sixers are winning like championships and creating a dynasty like i don't know what their fans are on you know like what oh what are gosh. you talking about? You barely scrap by, like you barely make the playoff second round. Like Kawhi Leonard absolutely destroyed you in 2019, and you have not been the same since then. Definitely. So like, I don't know what their fans are onto. It, it, it honestly it starts from the top. Everything went downhill when Doc River made that comment. Honestly, mm, after they after that yeah. loss, he made that comment because at the end of the day, it's a team sport. Ben Simmons alone did not ruin y'all playoff run. And B was injured. Right. You had other players who wasn't shooting. You had other players who didn't show up. So it's not just Ben Simmons and not dunking the ball decided to pass. And first of all, he's a point guard. So right. what's his first thought is to pass, though he was wide yeah. open. Yeah. His first thought is to pass. So at the end of the day, I feel like it's very ridiculous because y'all put all the blame on him to the point that he said, F it. Like, I don't care. It, oh, yeah. it's, it's me? It's my shooting percentage? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Let me go. Then you guys have this whole oh, circus. Course. Yeah. You have this whole circus and you make it seem like he's being an asshole or he's not being he's not being a team player. I feel like he has some some small part, let's be real, he has some smart some smart a small part to play in it. But the major part mm-hmm. starts from the top and it works its way to the bottom. If you're feeding your players and you your players not supporting your team, like no one's no one like the chemistry in our locker room is gonna be terrible. So yeah, that's what they have what's going on right yeah. now. And then B is yeah, probably like, playing. If, is he playing? Oh yeah. He's I mean, he's like the the most injury prone right. player in the league, I think. So I think what also like you drafted him. You know his play style. It's not that like Ben Simmons forgot about shoot like he was second coming of right. Steph Curry and he forgot how to shoot mm-hmm. in the last year, right? Like he you know how his play style was. You drafted that guy. So mm-hmm. like Draymond plays in the league and Draymond has been superb, right? Like they are the same player. Mm-hmm. You know, on a high level. 
Except that the Warriors know how to play Draymond in a team and you guys don't. Yep. Plus, like, attitude-wise, Draymond is, like, worse to deal worse. with. I can say that. I can, yeah. <laughs> definitely worse. He kicked people in the balls. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but they still make it work and they are the best team in the West right now. Mm-hmm. So, I don't... I, I, the whole NBA, actually. Not just the West. But anyway, uh, it's... It's like, what are you doing? You know how he plays. You ha- you're you supposed to construct the team around him. Like, you can't just have scrubs around him and then say, like, you didn't take a shot. Right. Like, him making, like, two three-pointers a game is not going to make Sixers win a championship. That's just bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's what I think, yeah. I agree. But, like I said, I feel like they're doing, they're doing a whole disservice to the fans alone and Ben Simmons because... Yeah. If I'm a manager from a team and they're like, oh, we give you Ben. I'm like, hell no. I don't want to deal with that. No. Yeah, exactly. You, you mentally abuse this man. Now he's going to come up here. He he'd already know how to shoot. Yeah. So now he's going to forget how to pass because he don't he don't want to be yep. here. No, I don't want to deal with this. So you're losing money on top of that. Then your whole goal of to making the playoff, you're not going to make it without him. I don't care what anybody say because we all yeah. know Embiid is one trigger happy of an ankle break and he's gone. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, like we know that you cannot, you can't build around Embiid just because, like his career. I would be happy to be wrong in this case, so let me say that. I hope I am wrong, but like I, like I can't see Embiid playing until he's thirty six, thirty seven, nah. right? Like we know that. Like we all know that, right? Like nah. he's not gonna play, be playing in that for that age. So yeah, Simmons is a longer term goal. Like you have to choose who you want to build around, and it looks like Embiid has been the guy now that they have chosen that they want to build around Embiid. I think honestly, Simmons at this point should pull a Kawhi Leonard of what he did with the Spurs, like hire his own doctor and say I'm injured. I think he's so doing that it. he doesn't get fined. Don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's probably doing that. <laughs> Rich Paul got something on his sleeve. Yeah, I would not doubt that man yeah. at all. But. Yeah. You know, the thing with mental health, so, people don't take it serious because they don't see the injury. It's like, it's all, yeah, in, exactly. you think it's all in your head. So, it's kind of, yeah. you know, this new age, but, you know, you'll see. Yeah. Before we move on, I just want to also talk to talk about the basketball aspect of it. Okay. Um, what, who, which team do you think can trade for him and, you know, where can he fit? They this you did mention um, the Sixers. I think it was Jalen Brown. I heard his name swirling around. Celtics and Sixers, yeah. yeah. But I feel like the more reasonable you probably will get more for your money is Damian Leonard because he wants to win now. As much as he say he wants to win in Portland, kudos to you. But realistically, <laughs> That's not it's not going to happen. You don't have enough pieces yeah. around you, and Chauncey Billup is just trying to you know trying to find his way around the organization. Right. So you're not gonna win this year, maybe even not next year. So if I was him, just swallow your pride that you want to win there and just move on. Just move on. Come back when you right. win your ring and continue. But right now, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Damian Leonard is more of a a realistic trade right now because you could probably get more for him. Yeah, I think it money wise it works out as well because mm-hmm. they're probably like the same, almost the same payroll. And, yeah, I think Lillard fits. Portland is unfortunate, right? Like, the, the Shaq to Kobe lob and dunk uh-huh. <laughs> was their best performance in the playoffs that ended with that. Woo! I still <laughs> and, remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm yeah, really, I, cons- like, not to cut you off, but I'm really, cons- like, interested why they 
brought up Jalen Brown because he's one of the one of the consistent players they have on on the Celtics roster. So kind of weird. I know he's injured so right now. Do but. things. Yeah, I think I I get what you're saying, but it kind of makes sense to me in a way because two things that Celtics are lacking. One is defense. You know, they have no defense. Okay. They don't... J- Jason Tatum just stands around. Marcus Smart is the only guy in their team that does anything remotely close to being a defender. Okay. They don't really defend that much. Um, and the second thing is playmaking. Who's there? Like, they lost Kemba this season, right? They in got the Schroeder. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. So He had a good we game. We know what's, what's going on there. <laughs> we know what's going on with there. <laughs> okay he's gonna be by the way what a turn of events right like imagine going from lakers to celtics in one season that's That's, something i don't know well i don't know man this is just (laughs) so awkward so yeah yeah shooter is on a one-year deal though so you know simmons can definitely fit them fit in that team and i think like also jalen brown and tatum are like kind of similar the players, same player. right? like doing yep, the same kind right. of role so so they can have variety right like they can start simmons at one marcus smart at two and then they can find another three and then tatum at four and then there's this new guy that they play at center now williams which i forget his name williams. yeah williams mm-hmm. so yeah so it's a pretty solid team right defense gets strong mm-hmm. right and yeah i think i can i can see that working with and like with with that team like they can probably get a shooter at three, and then they'll be fine. Oh, that's a good take. That's good. But I feel like realistically, yeah. Portland would probably be a good choice. Yeah, definitely. The fans are more calmer. Just imagine the Celtics. They yeah. the worst. Yeah. You piss them yeah. off, they'll let you know. So I don't know. I think Portland oh, yeah. would be more easy. Plus, I think Lillard also fits very well with Embiid. Oh yeah, just imagine those lobs so. left and right would be. Yeah, and and could go outside. And he now was in the paint, so it opens up the uh, floor. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both him and like even you know Harris is a good player too. I think Harris, if Harris had like a little bit smaller payroll, he would be like a really good asset in the league. It's just that he's overpaid by the Sixers, I think. But that's for another day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias Harris, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, all right. That's it. Good show, Jane. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, covering uh, a little bit of the NBA this week. Yeah. Uh, we will be back after Thanksgiving. We'll take two weeks off. Yeah. Enjoy some delicious food. Have some time with your tent family, and y'all. Stay safe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Stay safe. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. And s- yeah, see you in two weeks. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>